0: time hockey talk my name is mark paul and co-host justin baker is here and this is a series that we've had a lot of fun with and we still have a lot of teams left to go but uh the edmonton oilers top 10 all-time players is on the docket for today and uh, if you haven't listened to our others we have done almost like well over half the teams in the nhl so uh Hit the subscribe button. Go back to the old episodes and and flush through those. They're, they're a lot of fun. They're not time-sensitive. We don't really talk a whole lot of current NHL stuff. It's all historical, I suppose. There are some current players on those lists, but uh, it's not something that you have to be up-to-date with anything on. They're, they're just a fun listen. and uh, go find your favorite teams and uh, let us know what you thought of those. But we are doing the Edmonton Oilers today, a list that I actually found pretty straightforward uh, but I, I'm, I'm curious to see how how your list panned out I mean I think it's it's not hard to say Wayne Gretzky's number one like we can just go ahead and throw that out Spoiler our alert like that's my guy you know I, I actually let's let's do this a little bit differently let's start at number one because we already know who number one is okay I, I think it's gonna be pretty clear through the first couple and then uh, then we'll have some fun with the, the later guys
1: yeah the bottom of the list is where it gets a little convoluted and maybe you can make some yeah some arguments the top guys are are there for a reason so
0: okay so let's start at number one uh obviously the great one it's yeah and I mean he had uh
1: he had over 1600 points with the Edmonton Oilers 1669 through only 696 games that's a point per game pace of 2.398. Freaking ridiculous. Yeah, you won't you won't find that anywhere else. I it know. will never happen again. That he is more than a point per game pace than number two on the Oilers point per game list. Like, shut the frick up. Yeah. Get out. Yeah.
0: Uh absolutely insane. I mean we haven't seen any lists where anybody has sixteen hundred points for one team. Uh how many did I have? Did no,
1: he no, he didn't have sixteen hundred. Gordy Howe uh gordy howard yeah 1800 yeah, 1800
0: yeah, yeah for the it. red wings that's it and that was i think the first one we did uh, or one of, one of the first one of the first uh okay so we got gretzky at number one number two who is your number two all-time mark messier okay i also have mark messier okay. as number two. third uh, yeah. third all-time score he's got over a thousand points 1.215 points per game and and, and the 11 over 1100 penalty minutes to boot so. which is
1: nice and he also most people don't i mean they forget about this one a lot too but he did win a cup in edmonton without gretzky that's true so which is very impressive yeah and he's
0: so. uh he won five stanley cups with the edmonton oilers and yeah i mean he's one of few ple- uh, is he the only guy to captain two teams the stanley cup i think he is
1: he might be yeah i think, I he, think is. he is Yeah, because
0: then he of course he goes on and wins a cup with range i mean you think about what that guy experienced in a like a 12 year span won the cup five times from 80 they won their first cup in 84 because they won 84 85 87 88 90 and then he won the cup in 94 yeah so in 10 years he won six cups pretty freaking sweet (laughs) (laughs) unbelievable uh so yeah he's he's also my number two and uh yeah for for good reason i mean he also he scored a hundred more than a hundred less goals than Gretzky, or uh, sorry, he he scored a lot less goals than Gretzky. Um, but he had that wrist, he had that wrister. I was thinking it was gonna. I was looking at someone accidentally looking at someone else's stats. Uh, <laughs> he had that wrister where he would come down, he'd come down the wing on his off wing and just let one fly from the top of the circle, and uh, that was that was kind of his claim to fame. Whereas you had Gretzky, who was just he was like Tavares, he was good at everything. But he had this unique ability to like he had eyes in the back of his head, like no one's business. He just knew where everything was in the ice. Below um, the net was his home base. He didn't have the best shot. He probably had the best hands, uh, but he scored the most goals. Yeah, Figure that one out. He, he was have, the
1: smartest one. That's what it really was. He was three steps ahead like of I everybody. I think Messier
0: probably had a better shot than Gretzky, but Gretzky scored way more
1: goals. Yeah. So I mean, there's a reason for that.
0: Um, now is probably where it gets a little interesting. Who's little your number fun. three. Mr. McDavid. Okay, so yeah, yeah, I have him
1: there too. Okay, yeah, yeah I think when all said and done, I, I it would not shock me if he he leads this team in games played. If he leads this team in, um, I, I don't, I don't want to say goals, but I was going to say uh, he might be up there in terms of number two in points for this team. So yeah, uh, not going to catch Gretzky in assists or, or points, but uh, maybe goals, maybe it's possible. Yeah, yeah, it is possible, but I think. You know he'll 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 end up there number two I think for points all time by this if he stays assuming because he did I think it was a few weeks ago where he came out in some interview and said he'll give he'll give Kenny Holland a couple years Like, uh, yeah this year yeah. and next and then yeah. he might start asking for a trade but yeah. assuming he stays here for his career I so. mean we'll see how
0: many Art Ross trophies he wins how many hearts he wins like oh, he's already up there in terms of other Edmonton Oilers players who have won those I think it's only Gretzky He's the only one who's won a heart as an Edmonton Oiler so. Uh, that automatically is putting you You're the best player in the whole league. And he's been that way pretty much since he got in. So. Right. Uh very unique. Um uh, your number four. Yari Curry. Okay. I who's your number five? Paul Coffee. I have them flipped. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I have them flipped uh because now I know I know Curry spent a little more time there. Uh he obviously he put up massive points. Paul Coffey, though, barely Less points per game than Yari Curry, point one less uh, as a defenseman. Yeah, which is pretty freaking good. And and Paul Coffey has some of the, you know, all time records for defensemen and points points in a season does he have the most, I think. One hundred and thirty eight. He had an eighty five, eighty six. Uh he also scored forty eight freaking goals as a defenseman in 85. They had a lethal power play. I mean, 48 goals. Yeah. Yeah, and only 9 of them were
1: on the power play. Were it really? So he scored
0: 39 goals 5 on 5. Well, he
1: was he was an amazing skater, right? So I can only imagine he and Gretzky and Curry man could just line up and just outskate everybody on the ice. Would not surprise me at all.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. The guy, the guy was un- incredible and where I Yari Curry got to play with Gretzky and Messier, mostly Gretzky mostly yeah so i'm going to i have to give a little bit of like a, all right obviously he was he's also a hall of famer but he got to play with the best player of all time for a while doesn't hurt your career yeah and i think this is sort of coffee but yeah
1: you can say the same with coffee
0: right but and coffee he, leaves and he puts up 113 points and yeah but he freaking 89 goes 89 with the penguins yeah i know and they were a bad team that those uh, those years they were getting
1: there but they were yeah they were still pretty bad but um yeah i don't i mean it was tough because when you look at both these guys, right, they both got to play with Gretzky and Messier. And so you, you really start to wonder, okay, were these guys products of both of those amazing centers or were they just really good on their own? Right. But I don't know. So I, I just think at the end of the day, Yari Curry, he just, his production was that much better. And, um, I don't know. I just give just a slight tip of the cap to him for me, just because Paul coffee wasn't there as long either. So fair. Okay. Um, your number six. Ah, number six. He is number four in games played, number three in goals, number four in points. That's Glenn Anderson.
0: Okay. Yeah. And Glenn Anderson's been there. All, he was there for a long time.
1: Yeah, he was there for quite a while. He was there um, during those Stanley Cup winning team eras.
0: I believe he was there, yes, when they won the Stanley Cup all five times. Yeah, he... I think there's eight guys that were there for all five.
1: Yeah, I think he's he is one of them, but... He is one of them. Um, yeah, he's another guy that just—I mean,
0: again, three hundred point seasons. He actually scored uh, fifty-four goals twice. So,
1: yeah, I mean, you just you wonder, like, was he a product again of Gretzky, of a, Messi, of but, Messi? Yeah, but, but
0: but of a great team. He also was yeah. a really good player.
1: He had to show up and still put the puck in the back of the net, which I he can. did. And um, no knock on him at all for who he got to play with. So he was he was great.
0: Can't can't hate. Also had uh, two hundred and fourteen playoff points. In 225 games. Yeah, freaking so.
1: good. Yeah, pretty
0: solid. <laughs> <laughs> and little known fact, Glenn Anderson was actually on the New York Rangers team that won the Stanley Cup in 94. That's
1: right, yeah. There was one other, I think, Edmonton, Oiler, too. Uh, I think, oh, Tikkanen. That's a Yeah, he was on there as well.
0: Uh, you got to have those three guys on your team to win the Cup, apparently. Uh, okay, so my number... Uh, he's my number seven. Okay. My
1: number six is Grant Fear. He did not make my list. Wow. Did not make my list. He's a Hall of Fame player. He is a Hall of Fame player. He's in Absolutely. The, he's in the, the Hall of Fame. And you think as a goaltender, I would have put him on this list too, but he has the most wins by far in franchise history. You know, here's a fun little tidbit for you. Who, do you know who leads the team in terms of save percentage all time for this team? Well, I'm going to guess it's Cam Talbot. It is freaking Cam Talbot. Like nine twelve. That to me was discouraging when I when I really looked at it. Granted, nine twelve is is fine. It's but it doesn't jump off the page, right? Sure. I I would figure for a guy like I mean granted, Grant. Fier- That's because he had a really
0: good one season where he was at like ninety three, wasn't he? The the year that they yeah. that they made the playoffs, right. he was outside this world.
1: But I mean, even guys below him, Dwayne Rolison, um I mean, to be quite honest, 90, like ninety. 90- Oh no, the year they made the playoffs, he actually was
0: uh he actually was a 919.
1: Okay. Well, anyways. Um Grant Fuhrer, though to me, he never really had stats that jumped off the page and looked amazing, right?
0: But yeah, but that's because of the time that he played.
1: No, I I completely understand that. And so there I, was
0: in one of those years, you know that there was an average of 8 goals a game. Yeah, which is just crazy. To me.
1: So I mean, it's just, some of those goals are going in. But I I, it makes you wonder though, sometimes it's like, okay, were the forwards and defensemen like really that much better than the goaltenders in terms of athletic ability at the time? Were the systems that screwed up where guys were just like letting loose offensively? Or were the goaltenders just really that bad?
0: Well, it's it's because the players were getting were getting faster, the systems right. were changing, and goaltenders had no like goaltenders. They weren't were catching up own. at the same pace. And it wasn't until Patrick Watt came in with the butterfly style, where it really reinvented the goaltending position. So, right. really, Grant Fear was the best of his his era, kind of like the last of the last of his era.
1: Yeah, he was up almost. there, but to and me, he was just
0: very small. Was he really? I think he was pretty small, if I if I remember right.
1: I know he's small, but like five uh, ten. Okay, yeah. So he's small by goalie standards, but. But and he I don't was know also I just,
0: also the first African American voted into the well, Canadian American, African Canadian. I don't really Canadian African. Huh. I don't know how, to, how to, But yeah, he's he. I I actually like you. Never know when you're a kid and you just you just see a guy with a mask on, and then uh, you realize, oh yeah, he's he's black American. or mixed or something. I don't yeah, know, but he's, he's mixed. but he's uh, considered the first. Unless Willie O'Ree was was in there first.
1: He got in, I think, in the seventies.
0: Yeah, okay. All right. So then, yeah. I guess he's well. Oh, he's the first black goalie in the well, Yeah. Hall of Fame. The only one, probably. Probably, because I don't think Kevin Weeks is in there. Nope. And Malcolm Subban. Yeah. No.
1: Malcolm man He's not getting in.
0: No. Uh, okay. So I, I'm still shocked he's not on your list, but I'll, I'll move on from that. Move on. It's, uh, Leave it alone. I'm. I am in in awe. Uh, My
1: number seven. Let's go. Your number seven. <laughs> a heart and soul guy, Ryan Smith. Okay, he's my number eight. Okay, so yeah, I, you know what, he played on a lot of Edmonton teams that weren't at the top of the league, like you know these '80s Oiler teams were. But he was always a guy that gave you just tremendous effort, night in and night out. He still produced. I mean, he's he's
0: second all time in games played, right, and sixth all time in points.
1: And it's funny when he went to Dallas and came back to Edmonton. I just how many people were just so happy about that, but like. You weren't getting a guy back that was going to put up sixty, seventy points. You were getting a guy that maybe could put up thirty, forty points, but you were just so happy to have him back just because of like that impact he had on team. It was like Mike Fisher when he came back to Nashville, right? Mm-hmm. That's the type of guy he was for that team. I mean, he was just a leader in the locker room, and so never me, put up
0: huge points. No, like he was his best season was seventy points. Now, granted, when he was when he was really chugging, uh, he was playing at a time where goal scoring was at a premium you know his his prime was right in the early 2000s uh had a couple 30 several 30 goal seasons and and others that were close to it but yeah he was he was one of those intangible guys he really was just so many things about him that you maybe couldn't put onto a you know a stat sheet
1: right my favorite ryan smith moment too is when uh what's his face from dallas missed that empty net blunder and he goes down the other way and yes Puts it in to tie it up.
0: Yes, and I I was watching that game live. Where I you just really- so happened to be... I flipped it on on the NHL package at the time and was watching it, and I, I'll, I'll never forget that game. Lucky y- man. You know, the Dallas Stars still win that game. That's what they don't tell you. They actually win in overtime. And right, so but but,
1: You're so focused on that blunder. <laughs> nobody cared.
0: Yeah, nobody cared. Uh, yeah, I, I love Ryan Smith. Uh, it became very difficult once... Once I got beyond Glenn Anderson, I kind of looked at the list and went, well, they really haven't had that many good. Like, they they had some players that they drafted. Like, I wanted to put Taylor Hall on this list. I mean, he does have a heart trophy, but not with the Oilers. Very true. Uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins has never panned out to be this this player that, you know, you'd want to put he's on this list. Player, he's a fine player, but he's yeah. fine. Yeah, but he's first overall pick or sec. He's first. He's first. He's yeah. first. Yeah. Because they picked him over.
1: Sagan? No, 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 no. That was Taylor Hall. They picked Sagan, over Sagan. Yeah, yeah, but. yeah, yeah.
0: Who did they pick? Oh yeah, yeah. Nugent Hopkins was just in his own. He was always number one, and he was going number right. one. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. I couldn't have him on this list. Now, let's say the Oilers have some productive playoffs, and and they go on to do some good things, and maybe maybe Nugent Hopkins continues to be a part of this team, and he moves up the list in terms of points. And but you know, like number eight all time, Alish Hemsky. Number nine, Sean Horkoff. I, oh, I just I don't want those players on my list, of top ten <laughs> Oilers of all time. I, okay. And I also don't want to put Kevin Lowe on this list. Wow. I didn't put him on here. You have Kevin Lowe on this list. I do have Kevin I, Lowe on I don't. this list. He did play the most games ever. And then he was their GM and their He coach. was
1: another like heart and soul type of guy. Yes. But
0: yes, he was. Um, okay. So my number eight was Ryan Smith. Who's your number eight? Uh, number eight, Dougie Waite. Okay. Well, he's my number nine. Okay. So basically, you've just left Grant Fuhrer off this list and.
1: And him all shuffled or, down. Or, or, or shuffled up. Yeah. yeah. Right. Kind of, yeah. I, I guess so. But Dougie Waite, he's, he was another one of those, like, just intangible guys who. The production was pretty good. Almost a point per game. Yeah. But he, like, he never really was the best player in the league, right? Like a lot of the guys towards the top of the list. And so uh, he played on a lot of Edmonton Oilers teams that just. Never really went anywhere, right? They had some some okay runs. Uh, they never really went deep. Never really. Were he did. A big have, he threat. did have a
0: one hundred and four point season yeah. in ninety five, ninety six. That's when he blew up
1: in this league and was like, "Okay, this guy's this is the real deal."
0: He just you know? he just uh, he had he had a couple good playoffs, but could never really really make it happen. Although he did in oh five oh six when the Hurricanes won the Cup.
1: Yeah, he did. He had He'd, a
0: really nice playoff. Sixteen points in twenty three games. Yeah.
1: I mean, he was a little bit older. He was thirty-four, maybe at the yeah, time, I mean, yeah. something like that. But yeah, so good on him. But he never really, never really did anything with uh, with Edmonton. But he did, he did produce. Yeah, was, he put he up enough good. points yeah. to
0: where yeah he had he had a ninety point, eighty-two, seventy, hundred and four, seventy-four. So like he he had some nice seasons for them. They just didn't. They weren't good teams. The, they yeah. didn't go far in the playoffs. They are, they were also always running into Dallas or Edmonton or San Jose or you know or, uh, Detroit. Yes, yeah, Colorado. That, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was it was Colorado. I remember they played Colorado. They they beat Dallas one year in the first round. It was in '98. Okay. Yeah. And it was Cud- Curtis Joseph. Cudis. Right. Coojo. Cooter Joseph. Cooter. <laughs> Where uh, in Cudder game there. seven? In game seven, he Joe Newandike gets a it's like a one-timer feed right in the crease and joseph dives across and
1: right yeah yeah I puts it down
0: that. looks under his glove and is in shock and that that's the best save i've ever seen in my life okay um, you wow. can go look up curtis joseph dallas stars edmonton oilers game seven you'll find it um yeah curtis joseph didn't make my list either no no yeah. no yeah didn't Only not enough like time. two seasons or yeah. three seasons with the others um so my number nine's Dugway. doug Wade. who's yours taylor hall Okay, he did make your list.
1: Yeah, he did make my list. I I mean, he like like we talked about. He he was never a heart trophy guy when he was with this team, but he was really talented, right? But he didn't have he had zero help around him, right? I mean, there was nobody. He didn't have a centerman yet. Nugent Hopkins Hopkins was just developing. He was still a young pup. I mean, he was he was he was all that team was and it's kind of kind of reminiscent of Connor mcdavid you know from a couple of years ago when he was all the team had but i mean you know now Connor mcdavid is just i mean he's always been a freakishly talented guy way better than taylor hall but um you know taylor hall still produced he still went out there and performed and put up a lot of freaking points and you know it was unfortunate that he had to get moved for adam freaking larson are you freaking kidding me good trade guy <laughs> Yeah, because I, I could only imagine right now Taylor Hall on McDavid's wing. They would have locked him up for an extension already, and he would have got – he would have – I mean, freaking A, dude. He wouldn't have won a heart. No, probably not because Conor McDavid would have fed him for 50 goals easily, and then Leandro Iceheadle would have definitely been a center. Playing that's on true. the second line. So. That is very true. Changes everything.
0: Yeah, I, th- I don't have him on my list because they never made the playoffs.
1: Man, that's true.
0: Can't have you on the list if you never made the playoffs. Um, it's hard, for sure. Although, uh, maybe I do. Maybe I just uh, just went against my number 10, who uh, I'm not sure he has ever made the playoffs. Oh, One he time. did. Okay, good. Yeah. He was there.
1: He was there. <laughs> I was going to say, you do forget that a couple years ago, Edmonton did go. but it, Well, I couldn't remember if Leon Dreisaitl
0: was, 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 on, the guy yet? was on their team at that this time. This is when he blew up. Because That was his rookie season, yeah.
1: This is 16, when he blew 17.
0: up. And Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, it was uh, his rookie season was 15 16. Okay, so this is his sixth, his fifth year in the league. No, his sixth year in the league. Wow, I didn't realize he was so old. Okay,
1: uh, my number 10 is Leon Dreisaitl. Okay, yeah, he uh, made my just miss just because I, I, I need a couple more seasons out of him before I knock. Taylor he's, Hall. he's had six, I need a couple more, I just need a couple more. Okay. Oh my goodness. You know what? He he
0: was never really... he was. You, you realize they both have the exact same amount of points. Yeah, I know. And he's played Dreisaitl's, like 20
1: more twenty less games than Taylor Hall has. And they have the
0: same amount of points. Which is
1: great. But also, Leon Dreisaitl played with McDavid a ton over the last year and a half, two years. So That's not his fault. It's not his fault. Not at all. <laughs> so that's why I just give a little slight tip at the cap to Taylor Hall. Um, and I, I think in a couple of years, then he's going to knock you know Kevin Lowe and Taylor Hall off these lists. And he'll jump ahead of these guys easily. Um but for me, number ten, Kevin Lowe, I just think again, he's just one of those rock solid guys. Never was a big point producer, but to me, I just I had to put him on. Not here. a great GM. Not a great GM. Uh, no, not <laughs> at all. Uh, ran to the but team on the ground. We ain't talking top ten GMs. So uh, destroyed bye. the team and their future. But hey, <laughs> well, that's yeah, that's another discussion we can have. So uh,
0: I thought about putting Chris Pronger on this list at number ten. I mean, because he may be the the most impactful one season of any Oilers player only play onesie. that's fair i mean you could uh,
1: he came in and came in and took him to, play, to the finals went to the finals game yeah. seven almost
0: yeah I and guess. then uh curtis joseph and taylor hall on my just missed yeah
1: it's a taken in t- in yeah also made yeah. my yeah. just that's missed and few or so
0: yep that's t- in kind of like here when you you're like all right gretzky curry messier anderson coffee and then i also had fear i was like that's six guys from the same team I felt like I needed to...
1: It's hard to put in... A, yeah, like, okay.
0: Like, and then, yeah, that Ryan Smith and Doug Waite where you're like, yeah, you guys were good, but you were on these, like, kind of halfway, like, first round, second round Oilers teams. Right. But, uh, yeah, uh, it was a fun list. It was, it was more fun than I thought. I Pretty thought it'd true. be more cut and dry, but I guess it wasn't.
1: Well, the, the, the back end was.
0: Who should we do next? <sighs> Let's see. So we're in the West here. Let's go East. We, we are in the West, yes. Yeah, so... Have, we, we haven't done the, uh, the old Florida Panthers yet, I don't think.
1: We have not. No, I do not see them on my I, list of teams. I would love to do the Florida Panthers. Okay. Let's, Let's do, do the Florida, Florida Panthers. Panthers. Okay. This, this will be interesting.
0: On our next show, uh, our, our next top 10 at least, uh, we, will, we will do the Florida Panthers. Also, we'll, uh, we'll be doing the top wingers in the league as well. So look for that episode. Uh, thanks for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at hockey Talk as well on Instagram. And, uh, you know, hey, if you know other people that like hockey and they like podcasts you should probably tell them about our show because i mean you know how great it is so let other people know wow (laughs) hey why not all right we'll talk to you guys soon